Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. Our bit today is taken from Mark 4, verse 40. It says, And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? Here it is, my people, a somewhat cloudy and rainy first day of June. The sixth month of the year. Can you imagine it? May, which just recently began, is now finished and we are into June. Brother, the days show are flying past with speedy wings. The good thing, though, is that it brings us into some good summer weather. Glory be! But we must now realize that the summer days fly faster than the winter ones and try to put the brakes on the next couple of months. Because if they fly just as fast as the earlier part of the year, then we'll soon be back to winter again. And that we surely want to forestall for as long as possible. But you know what? Come whatever may, let's remember, as Bro Paul so nicely puts it in his letter to the Philippians, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that's the gospel truth, my people. Once whatever we need to do is in God's will, then we will be given the wherewithal to do it. Our part is simply to believe, then put that belief into action. Unfortunately, though, both believing and activating our belief is not always easy. And it's only as we go through the tough times of life, which we all face at some time or other, that we are able to understand and acquire the right perspective. And now I do believe that the following passages of scripture where the good book opened this morning were meant for us to read and ponder upon and bring some measure of reassurance to our weary souls. In it, the prophet Isaiah talks about thanksgiving for God's mercies, something we certainly ought to give on a regular basis. So please read with me. And in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortedest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also is become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall we draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall he say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings, that's his deeds or works, among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he had done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. And that's the indisputable truth, my brethren. The Holy One of Israel, the Lord God Jehovah, is indeed mighty in our midst. Who else is like unto him? Eh? Nobody. 
That's why we ought to love and treasure him, glorify, worship, and exalt his holy name, continually sing his praises, for he alone is our salvation and our strength. And yes, he gave us his salvation through the sacrificial death of his son, Jesus Christ, which atoned for our sins, paid our sin debt in full. For that alone, we ought to bow down and worship him, glorify him like there is no tomorrow. And it's only because of Jesus' death that we have the option for, to, for a tomorrow and a glorious one at that. And before I forget, you see that is what happens when I get so excited about the scripture. The scripture you read there from Isaiah came from Isaiah 12, 1 to 6. <laughs> uh, yes, Lord. Now, that glorious opportunity, the option we have to, for tomorrow, came only because of Jesus' death. So why then do so many of us talk one thing and then do another? Eh? Why do we talk about faith? And then when the time comes to put it into action, to prove it, we falter and disappoint our Savior. And I'm talking particularly about the last couple of years when the pandemic and much unrest in the streets were plaguing our world. Where was the church, the supposed body of Christ there? Where were we, the supposed faithful believers, the mighty Christians? Definitely not as front and center as we ought to have been. Too many of us believers were tested and found to be wanting. And why was that, eh? That's because we don't truly believe, because we still have too much of the world in us, and we don't fully trust and surrender ourselves to Jesus' will. And until we do that, whatever faith we claim to have will be useless. Oh, yes, we do talk a good talk, but when the chips start to fly and we are required to come up strong, to come up higher for Christ, we run and hide. No wonder one of Jesus' continual comments was on faith. Some about great faith, some about little faith, some about no faith. But you always homed in on the faith of those around him. And this scripture is possibly one of the best examples of that. And we're talking about the time that Jesus and the disciples were crossing the Sea of Galilee and a terrible storm arose, battering their boat until it even began to take in water. Obviously, the disciples were afraid, but Jesus slept calmly on a pillow in the stern of the boat through all the commotion. But when they couldn't stand it anymore, the disciples awakened him, saying, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this? Who can this be? That even the wind and the sea obey him. And that comes from Mark 4, 38 to 41. 
Although my people, it could only be the one who created the winds and the seas in the first place. Who else would they listen and react to so quickly? And you know what? Though we decry the disciples for their lack of faith back then, many of us are no better right now, especially when we know even more than they did. And I like how the scholars describes the passages of Scripture from Mark 4.35 to 5.43. They say Jesus takes his disciples from the classroom to the laboratory, having just taught them that God's power will cause his kingdom to grow worldwide, to worldwide proportions and influence. And they specify there Mark 4.30-32, that's the parable of the mustard seed. Jesus now performs four miracles that demonstrate this divine might. God's power is seen in overcoming, one, the danger of a storm, two, demons in a victim possessed, that's chapter 5, 1 to 20, three, disease in a woman physically ravished, that's 5, 21 to 34, and four, the death of a little girl, 5, 35 to 43. And my friends, that's exactly what's been happening to us in these last troublesome years. Jesus has taken us from the classroom to the laboratory to test our book knowledge in real life. Remember me, people, we were born for such a time as this, yes? Meaning that we were born to shine bright in this particular time. So please, let's pick it up now. I truly believe that none of us have yet realized our full potential, which, which means that even the best of us can do better. And please remember too, that since we've been bought with the precious blood of Christ, that we are no longer working for ourselves, but for him. I know that ought to stop some passion in, and fire in our souls and bellies. <laughs> Now, for those of us who are indeed trying, let's go home declaring our right. We spell it right today again. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday wail, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. All together now. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, my people. No, please know too, that if we endure until the very end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ever ask or imagine. And now that ought to put a smile on our faces and give us cause to endure right to the very end. Much love. And the postscript for today says, a little faith is better than no faith at all. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. And that's a fact, friends. We can't get away from it. If we don't have faith, we can't please God. 
because almost everything we do for God depends on the faith that we have. So please, let's get that faith. Now, we, plenty of us have faith, but we're not using it properly. We're not activating it. So let's get out there and activate it and live for Jesus in these precocious, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say precocious times, but they're not precocious. In these terrible times, that's what is expected of us to stand up strong for Jesus. So let's pray for that in his mighty name and then go out and do it. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love. Thank you.